Welcome to the Danny Palmer Show. Does it sound cool if I say it like that? Well, well, well. I love saying well, well, well to someone, you know, like some one of my coworkers, I came in late one morning, but I had a reason. I had to, like, uh, to do a call from home or whatever, and I walked in and they go, well, well, well. And then like the next week, she was late. So the second she walked in, obviously, she got a big, fat, well, 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 okay? Well, well, fucking well. Welcome to the vainly titled Danny Palmer Show. Okay, it's around midnight, uh, and uh, I am, you know, probably need to talk more quiet than I usually do. But you know what? I'm not drunk on Halloween like I was last week. Sorry. My three-minute-long podcast. I did I did a three-minute-long pod. I told one story because it was, like, late at night, and then I was like, dude... Maybe that's not a bad idea, like not to be like drunk, but maybe it's not a bad idea to just have like short little podcasts, like with a story. Like there's this one podcast I listen to. It's like uh, something about like good advice and it's like little five minute compilations of advice. Like each episode is like five minutes. I'm like, that's kind of cool. But you know, I have a lot of, I have a lot to get off my chest. Uh, the New York comedy festival is now underway here in New York, which has been exciting. I opened for my brother, Ben Palmer at um, little fields in Brooklyn last night. It was fucking awesome, man. I've never been to that venue before, and Ben does. Um, he's been on this podcast several times. Palmer trolls on Instagram. He just it's it's amazing. It's like a slideshow show, and he just walks through all these internet troll activities he does on a screen behind him, and just kills it. It was fucking awesome. So that's fun. That's fun. You, this comedy club Caroline's closed down, and they used to run the New York Comedy Festival. So then I was like, well, if Caroline's is closed, is the festival going to suck now? And apparently not, because that show I did, did last night was fucking sick, dude. Anyway, uh, all right, what are the fucking things I have to talk about this week? Let's go, Danny. Here we go. Let's crack down to business, pal. Crack down to business is not the right term. I have some uh, pod feedback from last week. Uh, my, I was about to say Kansas. No, Laney, Laney lives in Oklahoma. My Oklahoma friend, Laney, said that she finally listened to my pod from last week, not the... Not the drunk drift dive story episode, the one before that. She said, so good. Wish my almost 16-year-old would listen to your advice, to your advice about feelings. Why, thank you. And then I was like, well, maybe you should just tell your 16-year-old to like smoke a bunch of weed and like become really cool. Like that might fix their emotional problems too. You know what I mean? That's just generally my advice to teens is like start doing a fair amount of drugs. By the way, if you ever want to like a sick Halloween costume, I probably have talked about this in the pod earlier, but then Halloween actually did occur and I dressed up as Sia. Oh my God, it was so fun. It's so fun. And as I was dressed as Sia, I was at the Stand Comic Club and I was talking to somebody, this dude, and he was like, Sia really nailed the anti-celebrity. I thought that was like an interesting concept, anti-celebrity. Yes, because I think she started wearing that wig because she didn't want all the attention that she was getting from starting to become a successful singer. And then she made that wig. And then ironically, that just like blew her the fuck up even more. But it's like, Oh, well, do you not want the celebrity? I think she just doesn't want to be harassed and doesn't want people to bother her. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about. I love Sia. (laughs) My friend Malia went to the Taco Bell. (laughs) Malia Simon. She's a comic. She's been on the pod too. And then she went and met us at this uh, bar after a New York comedy club show. And she brought Taco Bell into the bar. And I was like, Malia, you are the prettiest vagrant in this bar. Dude, bringing Taco Bell into a, a bar <laughs> is insane. Like, come on. Just just sit at the Taco Bell. You're weirding everybody out. You know what I mean? 
Oh, also as Sia, I was like trying to like really get into character, and somebody was telling me I should do something or uh, something or another with the wig or something, and I was like, "Don't tell women what they can and can't do, pal." Okay. And I was just gonna be—I was just trying to be like real sensitive about any kind of women's oriented issues all night, you know. Like I would just lean into a girl and be like, "Hands off our bodies," am I right? And she'd just be like, "What? Uh, uh, you're clearly not Sia. Shut up." You know, one thing in my brother's uh, show, somebody in the audience—he did like a Q and A afterwards about how he comes up with all these trolling ideas, and it was a great question. They were like, "How many, uh, you know, like attempts at a funny interaction or a troll—a trolling idea—do you take?" to get one that you that is good enough to put in your in the show and he was like oh it's like you know few and far between like maybe one out of 80 and i was like yeah that's just like the way it is with stand up and then i was just i was just looking through my notes for this episode and i'm like half of these things i wrote down i'm like i don't even think this is good dude i don't want to fucking talk about um baseball is a game about failure like come on danny do we really need to go into that you know or like the, the this is a, a phrase that i wrote down Couple chicks could liaise at some point. Well, like, what? I think I texted that to a friend or something. Like, why would that be good podcast material, Danny? Like, no, dude. What are you doing, bro? What are you doing? And then I also wrote down, this is the nicest night in the history of nights. So, so my content is that it was nice out once in the past. Dude, no. When <laughs> my brother Ben was on, the old pod, John, we talked about Zorba the Greek. I found out who it was. Um, it's a novel written by the Cretan author. What are, I think Cretan is a book. Nikos Kazant, Kazantzakis. First published in 1946. I thought Zorba the Greek was like this wise dude from ancient times. Now he's just a fucking, just a novelist. So now you know, dude. Oh, and I think I meant to mention this last time. And I also, I may have mentioned that Zorba the Greek thing last time. But, um... MTV does this thing where they like at the end of Jersey Shore, like when you would DVR it, it used to be like an hour long and now it's two hours long. I'm like, oh, there's two hours of Jersey Shore. No, they just put on another reality show as part of the recording, hoping that you'll stick around to watch the other reality show after Jersey Shore. And that is a laughably inept attempt under no circumstances. Am I sticking around at the end of Jersey Shore to watch some beat modern day knockoff version with people I could give two shits about, dude. Okay? I'm Snooky and Sammy ride or die. That's all there is to it. And in the wise words of Angelina, am I being messy or am I just real as fuck? It's the latter dog. I was reading a, an article about Jimmy Buffett um, upon his passing, and I thought this was a really nice um, story or like anecdote. I think this was an article by uh, Maureen Dowd, my favorite columnist. Um, she said he offered the story of how he came to write his biggest hit, which I assume is Margaritaville. Um, he said, I started I started writing it on a napkin in a Mexican restaurant in Austin, Texas, with a friend who was driving me to the airport to fly home to Key West. On the drive down to the Keys, there was a fender bender on the seven-mile bridge west of Marathon, and I was stuck overlooking Pigeon Key. I sat on the bridge for about an hour and finished the song there. That night, I played it for the first time at my job at Crazy Ophelia's on Duval Street. The small crowd in the bar asked me to play it again, and I did. So, I guess it is a pretty good three-minute song that has stood the test of time. That's kind of sick, dude. I mean, that's a hell of a fucking productive use of a traffic jam. Just to write a killer song that is played and cherished for decades to come. 
Stop singing, you loser. Finish the podcast. Your neighbors hate you. All right, sweetie, I will. <laughs> By the way, I was at um, Littlefield's in the green room for my brother's show, and this girl, Sarah Shower, um, was on the show too. And she's like, What's your podcast about? And I was like, Oh, I just, you know, come up with like things that I think are interesting or funny and kind of recount them. And I have like a fake, mean girlfriend voice. And she's like, You should just get a real girl to be with you to be the angry girlfriend. I was like, Oh my God, that's a good idea. Don't you try to replace me. I'm your only, I'm your one and only. You're right, honey. I won't get some bullshit real girl. I'm sticking with you. I love you. I love you too. And then I was reading this other interview. I love to listen to interviews and read interviews. I just love it. I love to hear how people think and learn about their lives and their ideas. And I love when they have advice. Um, this is a piece of advice from George Burns. I'm sure that nobody under 30 or most people under 30 are wildly unaware of who this dude was. I guess he's like, he was like this old comedian. <laughs> he was always old for a long time. He had big glasses and he uh, had a cigar and he, he did seem kind of funny. Anyways, he said, imagine getting up every day hating what you have to do. That's what shortens your life. It's better to be a failure at something you enjoy than a success at something you hate. And I don't think anyone should retire. Ridiculous. Retire to what? Sit there and fool around with your cuticles? There's no money in that. Get out of bed. Do something. Talk to people. I kind of love that, dude. I mean, I feel like I would want to retire from like the ordinarily, uh, you know, nine to five corporate world, but then just do sick stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like comedy. Oh, wow. You're a comedian with a podcast telling people that you like to do comedy? What riveting content. Just turn off the computer and hang yourself. All right, honey, that's not nice. Well, you don't deserve for someone to be nice to you because you're dumb. I'm not dumb. You're sort of dumb. <laughs> All right, anyways. Um, then another quote that I read recently from my little Farnham Street blog that I love. Um, it says, well, we consider defining moments like promotions or a new house matter less to the satisfaction than the accumulation of tiny moments that didn't seem to matter at the time. In the end, everyday moments matter more than big prizes. Tiny delights over big, bright lights. I love that too, dude. That's why I like to take like great pleasure in, in like having like good vibes about good lighting in your apartment and like, you know, like sick facial care products and grinding your own beans of coffee. And you just gotta, you know, like keep, keep things nice and tidy and like clean and stuff. And like, you know, your bathroom mirror, you gotta like wash that thing or <laughs> Windex it. You want, you want like a clear, calm space. Cause these little things are the things that are like really getting you through, you know, like Oprah has that, had this, um, comment about like live in the along. It's important to live in the along. It was some like poem or some shit, but it's like, you know, how often are you going to get a promotion, a raise, uh, married, engaged, something insane, you know, win the lottery. That shit's like few and far between the moments are fleeting. Um, they're ethereal. They go away. And most of the time you're just like, all right, fucking, 1221 a.m. Guess I better brush my fucking teeth too soon. God damn it. But, the, you know, oh, and that leads to my last um, quote that I have for this week. The concept of, I don't even know how to say this. It's like some Swedish phrase. Kurt or Kurt Besvar. I think it's K-O-R-T and then B-E-S-V-A-R. It's a Swedish phrase that blends Court, meaning dear or cherished, cherished, and bezvar, 
which means pain. So one, Kurt Bezvoir might be paying your bills, an annoying obligation, but you're still grateful that you have the money to pay. And it's like, yeah, you know, because I, it, it, dude, doesn't, is there anything worse than getting ready for bed every fucking night, dude? God damn it, bro. It's like you gotta brush your teeth every fucking night. It's repetitive. I mean, it does feel good, and you have to do it. And it's I, I never miss, but it's like it just. Do we? Ha- it's a sweet pain. It's a sweet pain, and that's what life is ultimately, right? Something like that. Does that count as content? Um, I'm going to be in uh, Tampa, Florida, this weekend, opening for my good friend Julio Gallarotti. Um, he's on the first season of Bupkis, which I just finished recently. A lot of fun to watch. Julio's the best. Anyways, it's going to be a Coastal Creative on Friday night, and then Saturday, I think we're doing a show or shows at another location in St. Pete that is some sort of secret location. So if you're in Tampa and you want to go, just go to notjulio.com for tickets, N-O-T-J-U-L-I-O. And uh, yeah, did the New York Comedy Festival last night. That was sick as fuck, dude. Go see my brother on tour. He's fucking awesome. Uh, Black Hat LES every Friday at 9 o'clock. Um, I think the next actual... Well, yeah, you know what? I'm selling tickets for November 17th. That's going to be fun as fuck. And I think that... Uh, it's the show's just getting better and better over time. So I hope you come and thank you for listening. I know it's only, dude, honey, you, you only recorded 13 minutes. What's wrong with you? Don't you have more content? I think what it is, I'm recording this a day early because I'm going to go to this, uh, another New York comedy festival show tomorrow to see Chanel Ali. She's also hilarious at, uh, Bowery electric. I don't know why I say the name of venues. Does anybody care that like, if you don't live in New York, like what would you need to know the name of a venue that a comedy show now in the past occurred at, dude. Like maybe I shouldn't even say it, but I don't know. But then I think people like specificity too. Um. Anyways, what was the point of that? I don't know, dude. <laughs> oh, and I'm sorry that the episode last week was three minutes. I feel bad. I feel like the numbers were down a little bit, and maybe people were like, "Really? Just a drunk Halloween boys doing a three minute up? That's what we get, Palmer." So I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm here for you, my listeners. Scattered though they they may be, <laughs> dude. <laughs> running a podcast or it's just such a fucking quixotic endeavor dude it's like is it is it going anywhere is it good is it worthwhile you know like some months you're like oh wow that's the most listeners ever and like germany likes me and then other weeks you're like oh guess they didn't like the three minute drunk app. <laughs> sorry you know if i talk for 15 more seconds That'll get this bad boy to 15 minutes. And I feel like my listeners will appreciate that. They're like, Danny is obviously sober. He made it 15 minutes. He only talked about Sia and Jersey Shore for a third of the podcast. New record, I must say. Let's give this guy a fucking break, you know? Also, I wish Brie Larson would just go back to doing real movies, like artsy movies, like Short Term 12. Like, whenever I see her in this, like, Marvel shit, I don't even know what her character's name is, dude. I hate all this shit. It's just all, it's so repetitive at this point. It's like, come on, Bray. You're a great actor. Like, can, can we get back to heart movies where you're dealing with children in short-term foster care facilities and helping them with their struggles and taking on their struggles as your own and trying to kill one of their fathers? Like, come on. Now you're just doing the Marvels, dude. I don't know. Maybe I should um, mend my ways and not think that about her. I wonder what she would say to that, though. I bet she'd be like, you know what, I'm, you know what, Danny, you fucking small time piker podcaster i'm very wealthy and i can do those artsy movies any fucking time i want and i don't give a fuck what you think i don't give a green god damn that's a fun phrase okay wow now 16 minutes 
Should I just speak extemporaneously for the next three hours? I think people would not like that one bit. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Danny Palmer, NYC. I feel like I forgot to tell a story about this past weekend, but whatever. We'll, we'll figure it out. Time goes by. I love you.